This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of Press One for Nick. Your host, Nick Limsdahl, is the Director of Contact Center Solutions at VDS. Through conversations with customer service and customer experience leaders, Nick and his guests exchange insightful stories, best practices, and invaluable lessons they have learned along the way. Welcome to the Press One for Nick podcast. I am Nick Glimsdahl, and my guest this week is Jenny Dempsey. Jenny is the Customer Experience Manager at Number Barn and Fruit Stand, LLC, and a community organizer at CX Accelerator. Jenny, welcome to the Press One for Nick podcast. Hey, Nick. Thanks for having me on. You know, I actually wrote you a little song. Is it okay if I play it? Yeah, and uh, absolutely, because uh, I already, I always try to find one little nugget that everybody, most people won't know about you, but uh, the word's getting out that you do play guitar and sing, so uh, it's all yours. Well, thanks for having me on the show, Press One for Nick, to talk about customer experience, because it's cool to care about your customers it's cool to care all about your customers thanks nick that's a song i wrote for you (laughs) boom mic drop i I was actually um i I was playing a little air guitar while you were doing that uh i was trying my best to follow along but sometimes (laughs) i felt like the chords weren't hitting according to what you were playing, but uh, you killed it and uh, that was awesome. Uh, Thanks, thanks, that was fun. (laughs) Uh, So I wanna talk about um, customer appreciation. Um, Before we get started on customer appreciation, why is it so important to appreciate your customers? Gosh, because people like to be appreciated and recognized for, being loyal to a brand it's Mm kind of like what the cool kids are doing i guess you know but it comes down to just being being kind and recognizing these people that are staying with your company so i think the old saying goes you're only cool if you have a customer appreciation program (laughs) yes yeah something like that yeah treat others how you want to be treated because we like to be appreciated and it's cool to treat others do you think that um, uh, when it comes to customers or when it comes to companies and kind of they bring them, they bring in this customer in the organization they onboard them, they treat them like royalty. They have the confetti going in as they uh, go through the, go through the doors uh, and hand them this cake because they celebrated this onboarding process. After that, do you think it's kind of like the easy bake oven process where they kind of just set it and forget it? Oh gosh. Yeah. It's usually all about the excitement of bringing them on. Like you nailed it. Like Mm -hmm. there's this big party, there's confetti, there's glitter, whatever it is. And then they're your customer for years and that never happens again. And that drop off is like, it may turn into just like a quick phone call, which is always lovely, you know, to check in or something, but how can we get a little more creative in celebrating the longevity of a customer Mm -hmm. with our brand um, and, and kind of think outside the box of how to, to celebrate it as time goes on. Yeah. And, and everybody already knows the stat that it's, it's more costly to bring on a new customer than it is to keep an old one. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people tend to forget that. 
it, it, they're like, oh yeah, I, I remember that. And then they, they go back to their normal business and they're saying, oh yeah, I should have probably focused on that person that just left or that customer that just walked out the door. Um, you know, it, it, it tends to be uh, frustrating because they don't feel known and valued anymore. Like they did in that, the, the grand finale or the grand intro that they had at the beginning. Right. Yeah. And, and to have kind of a plan in mind for the team of how everyone will contribute to celebrating the, you know, lifetime success of a customer throughout, you know, every single stage that they're at with your company. Yeah. Um, so at a high level, what in the world is a customer appreciation program? So I think that this can vary between different brands and what you sell. But at the end of the day, the baseline is how to creatively appreciate your customers. And I throw in the word creatively because there's so many things that are already existing for appreciation, you know, marketing emails or account managers calling every, you know, quarter or something like that. So there's things in place that are very like structured, but when I add the word creatively, it just, for me, it becomes more important to celebrate individuals that are our customers as humans and to kind of touch on those like things that make them real humans that are, you know, paying the bills at your company. Um, so I think it just, yeah, it really comes down to the personalization and mm -hmm. how to, I guess, strategically do it creatively. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's say that, um, somebody, one of my listeners is like, that's great. Um, and I can Google it, but, how do, how do I get started? Right, right. So it comes down to what are you celebrating, first of all? You know, mm -hmm. is there a way to tie it back to your company mission statement, for example? So really look into like, what are, you, what, what are your, the goals of your company? What is your mission? And how are you going to celebrate that within the customers? Um, and then figuring out like, who's going to do it? So like the very basics, like who's actually going to be doing this. Then you kind of figure out the, the tangible thing. Is it a postcard that's a brand friendly postcard that's handwritten and sent out in the mail um, to talk about like, Hey, I heard you got a new job. Like, how's it going? Like nothing about the business. Is it, uh, you know, is there some type of video software that you get and the team makes these funny videos and sends to customers or is it swag? You know, is there some type of like things with a, a personalized purpose of why they're getting it, not just to get it. And so those three stages, it's like, how is it supporting your mission and your vision? Who's going to be doing it? And then you kind of decide the what, because the what kind of can be a loose structure because if you have customer service agents on the front line dealing with customers with a variety of issues, it's kind of exciting to give them the choice to choose how to celebrate that customer based on exactly what happened. So a little bit of flexibility in there can also make it part of, you know, what works for the company. Yeah. So who's in charge of a customer appreciation program? That I believe that lives in the customer service team, but in other companies, I do know that it can fall under marketing as well. Um, but I, I love having like in my experience, having the opportunity for the customer service agent who's on the front line, you know, answering the call day in, day out mm -hmm. to have them take the extra time to celebrate a customer by, let's say, I'm just going to focus on the postcard thing, 
jot down postcard like, hey, it was so great to talk with you. I loved talking about X, Y, and Z. Mm. You know, I just, you know, wanted to check in and say, hey, I, you know, this was a great call or, or this was a wonderful time or whatever it is. Like, um, and to give them the power because then it becomes them not just helping someone on the phone, it becomes them helping a human. Mm. And it becomes a full experience of not just getting help, but then someone gets a little something extra later on. And it's up to the agent to decide how they built that connection with that customer. Yeah, I love that though, because the customer service um, has only the ability most times to hear the customer. They don't actually get to feel the customer, touch, you know, uh, shake their hand, thank them for giving them the opportunity to serve them. Um, how important that is that inside customer service to be able to see an actual customer? Oh, it's huge. It's huge. It suddenly becomes not about, you know, the number in the queue and you're just worried about making sure that you get everything done in the time that you need, but it becomes about, Oh yeah, there's a human on the phone. This is someone's dad. This is someone's mom. This is someone's sister. And this is something that's going on in their life. Like it becomes bigger. It tells a story about these people that, you are actually taking the time to help and impact their life. Even if they're super angry or super friendly, like there's a connection opportunity there. And I think sometimes, um, you know, of course metrics and, and all of the, you know, timing of a call and those are very important, but it's still people helping people and we can really personalize it and put that kind of control in the agent's hand to decide if, you know, they want to celebrate this human and how they're going to do it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think personalization is, is so much, is so key right there, is, is giving them the ability to make that choice uh, to do what's right for the customer and in, in, in their own unique way. Um, you know, in, it, in transition, how, how do you go about telling that customer story in that personalized or unique way? And, and I guess, how often are you doing that? So I think that comes back to like, let's say the mission or the vision of the company um, or the support team. I can share how we do it at Number Barn. Um, every single month, every single agent is able to, you know, nominate a customer for what we call Tickled Pink because our <laughs> mascot's a pig. And we focus on the connections that the agents make with the customers because in our mission statement, you know, um, we are striving to create connections with every single customer because we believe they're more than a phone number. Um, so the customer service agent determines that, they nominate the customer. And then right now due to COVID, um, we're sending postcards. We were sending these things called pig packages, which little fun stuffed pig and all kinds of things. But then we're, this is where the phone comes in. And this actually falls under my wheelhouse as the customer experience manager. I go through every single nomination and then I create an internal document that, go, that looks through who this person is. So I may search, it might sound a little creepy, but I'm like searching their business. What, what are they building? What are they putting out in the world? Um, who is this person? When, have, when else have they written in? How long have they been a customer? What are some fun things that they said during their email? Any interesting feedback that they have for us? Any kind words, any not so kind words? And I build it into a story. So each one of these nominations then becomes a story on an internal document and it's shared with the entire company once a month. And then each of those individual stories can then become customer case studies. Cause in some cases we reach out to the customer under marketing 
And then we share their story as a featured customer on our blog, for example, or on our website, we feature their business. Um, but they're getting a postcard in the mail. Uh, as an example, someone wrote in and they're like, I paid $2 a month. I had an issue and your support team helped me. And we talked a little bit cause it was a little bit involved. And they're like, I got a postcard in the mail. It said, you know, congrats on your new job. And he's like, I didn't even think anyone actually heard me say that. And so surprised. I literally paid X amount of dollars a month and I didn't expect to get such a personalized thing. And then that is shared with everyone from the, you know, high leadership to everyone on frontline. So we all see these stories and we can connect with them and then celebrate the connections that everyone else had. So I think it's going to vary for every company. Maybe it's once a month, maybe it's once a quarter, um, maybe it's once a week. It, you know, it kind of depends. But for us, we've landed in this really comfortable rhythm of once a month. Everyone expects the tickle pink stories. Everyone loves these. I put fun pictures. Um, and, it's, and it's exciting to connect that way with our customers, but also as a team, seeing how everyone else is connecting. Yeah. No, I, I love the tickle pink. It's, it's very, very creative. Um, you know, one of, uh, one of my previous podcast guests, uh, John DeJulius, he has an acronym that he uses and that he tells others to use. Um, and it's, it's forward. So when they're actively listening inside customer service or in any other industry, he also owns a hair salon on the side, but it's, um, when somebody mentions family, occupation, recreational dreams, um, those four things, they write them down. It's not like, hey, tell me about your recreation and your dreams uh, on this call when they're trying to solve a problem. But when they hear it, they write it down and they create a little note inside of that um, in, in wherever their data is stored so that the next time they come on, hopefully it's the same person depending on their relationship or the industry. But they say, hey, how was, how was your trip to Europe? Um, or, hey, I know that your son played uh, baseball last week. How'd that go? Um, you know, and, and, or I knew he bought a new bat or whatever that looks like, but yeah, you differentiate right there. Um, uh, because it makes you feel like they appreciate you not. And, and I had a dentist do this when I lived in Illinois and the guy would come in, obviously everybody else would, uh, do, do the, the, the prep work, but then the dentist would come in and he was already prepped with the notes that they had from the previous time. And he would sit down with me for five minutes and say, hey, what's the update here? Here's what we talked about last time, recap. Here's what we, you know, what, give me the update. And then he takes that back and doesn't go to the next customer, goes, goes to the next um, client, but goes back and tells his team, here's what he said, write this down in the notes. And I just love that. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, I, I love the acronym forward too and like hearing how the dentist did it like it didn't probably didn't take that much extra work and now you have the opportunity to connect in such a unique way yeah it probably took it it probably took um 30 seconds for them to walk by and say hey here's the quick update with nick please write that down in the notes and going to the next person so throughout the day maybe he's spending you know 10 15 minutes but the amount of value that that brand brought to that customer or that client or whoever else is, uh, it's priceless. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So what, what are some, some ideas that, you know, you talk about surprising your clients, um, you know, with, you, you mentioned a postcard, but what other things can people do for a customer appreciation program? Absolutely. Well, one of the things that I also love to throw in is, Look at your support team's talents. 
one of the things that I have done many times is make a custom song and create a video and send it to a customer. And, um, you know, and what other things have, maybe there's someone who's an artist or someone who designs things or writes things, you know, poems or, you know, there could be so many creative ideas that you can utilize that on your team, which who doesn't love to have that somehow bridged into the day-to-day grind at work, you know, to like be able to exercise those talents for a purpose. Um, and so I think that's kind of one way to look into it. It's like, let's surprise our clients with something personal from us and we'll share that with them. But then of course, you know, I'm sure each company will have its own type of brand friendly thing, whether it is a, you know, like I mentioned the swag, or maybe it is a free product or there could be like, I'm just going to throw a free month just because I feel like it, you know, there could be so many different things that come as a surprise to your client and also hearing what the client says, maybe like, you know, you mentioned, you know, listening, had the dentist listen, like there could be something that you said in a previous conversation. And if that is noted on there, you know, it could show up. Maybe you order them a pizza, maybe you send them some flowers, maybe it's uh, something, you know, silly like that, but can make a big impact. So I think it just comes down to really understanding the team and the customers. And that's going to like help you figure out the best ways to surprise the clients when it comes from an authentic place. There you go. That's, I love the, it's, it's the authentic part. That's key. I think if you mass blast, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a cold email (laughs) when you have no idea who they are and somebody sends you like, Hey, is there, they're opening up their, their, their virtual uh, leather jacket saying, how many watches do you want? You're like, I don't even know who you are, let alone, you know, I don't know anything about your product, but you know, being authentic and being genuine and actually taking the time and listening and then providing a solution is, is such key to, to that. So um, if anybody wants to appreciate me, please do not send me flowers though. Um, not, <laughs> I would uh, take notes right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll, I'll give you a few ideas afterwards, but um, uh, somebody else was talking about on, on a different episode about how their company um, when they dropped the ball, they called them um, like sending them um, what would they call it? Like it was like a humble pie is what they got, but it wasn't, I, I was assuming it was going to be a pie. And in, in reality it was a, a gift card to like Amazon or something. And I was like, man, if I, I was going to start calling in and complaining about their product just so I could start receiving pies, but <laughs> yeah. it didn't work out that way, but maybe, maybe next year. But, um, you know, so how do, how do people start? They, they've already built this. They're starting to roll it out. Um, how do they measure it? So this again is going to look so different for every company. I think if you are measuring it based on like, you know, very basic customer lifetime value. Like how long has that customer stayed with you? Well, you may or may not know if it was because of that particular, you know, appreciation um, thing that you sent out, you at least can measure it based on like, here's all the people that we sent this to and here's how long they've been with us. Um, Or, you know, even financial per month and all those types of things. You can measure it via like um, NPS. That's another tool you can measure it. And Honestly, I know, and I'm sure there's tons of other ways, but, and I know this is going to go against the grain here, Nick, so I apologize, but like if you, and other things, I'm not like, metrics are so important for so many things, but I also sometimes think that there are things that might not need to be measured. Um, Appreciation sometimes doesn't have to be measured. It can be something that is just 
something kind to do. Um, when you have it really structured and like the purpose of it going out is like, like it's, it's set, like, you know why you're doing it. Um, you know, there could just be something to just appreciate people. Um, it may not have to be tied to a very specific measurement, um, uh, which I know for like stakeholders, that is not what they want to hear. But, um, if you're able to kind of like create, uh, the structure really strong and the purpose, there could be the ability to just have it be simply appreciation. And that's that says a lot about a particular brand when it's not necessarily tied to like, Ooh, how much are they paying us per month? How long have they been our customer? Um, a number brand. I mean, we send things to customers when they leave, like if they have an interaction with us and we have a connection with them as they are, you know, transferring their number to another provider, we'll, you know, we'll send this to them because that might mean that, you know, word of mouth is powerful. They may tell someone about that. And then down the road, we get referrals. So referrals are another way to kind of measure things. Um, and so I don't, yeah, I just think it kind of varies based on the purpose of the program and what you're actually doing. But um, yeah, sometimes, sometimes you don't have to measure everything. <laughs> I actually um, liked that answer. It was a, it was a trick question. So I'm, I'm <laughs> it well um you know there there doesn't need to be like you said you know when it comes to stakeholders there doesn't have to be an roi and everything yes um, this should yeah. be one of them like enjoy uh give back to the the people that have invested and believe in you yes um yes so I, I think that's great so what's the risk of not having a customer appreciation appreciation program that just sticking with status quo and saying ah you know I, I don't need to do this. Um, it, it sounds like too much work. Uh, I'm good. Right. You know, I don't think there's really any risk. I don't think it's going to damage your brand if you're not appreciating your customers. But I think if you have one, it sets you apart from your competition. And um, it makes you it makes you different because you appreciate people, your customers as humans. So, and that word gets out fast. Um, that is how, that's how, sometimes brands grow simply by like how the customers are treated. Of course, like we hear that all the time. Um, but something extra like this, like that's what gets shared on social media and sometimes goes viral. And you know, like, so again, no risk really, but if you want to set your brand apart, then this could be a good option. Yeah. I, I would argue that it, it, it is a differentiator. It is um, potentially a risk of, when you do nothing and somebody it, like their competition is doing an appreciation program and they're friends of friends who work for that, um, work with that competition. And they're saying, Oh, well, you don't receive this every quarter or they don't call you, you know, singing a personalized song. Uh, and, and your customer is saying like, what, like, what do you mean? These people do that too. Um, and, and uh, they don't they don't sing a really cool song about uh, press one for Nick like um, so I, I would argue that there is a risk of of just sticking with status quo because um, customers expectations in all of customer experience are changing all the time right. Um, right so being finding a way to differentiate but if you're looking across the across the aisle and you see your competition is doing something, don't just do it because they do it. Do what's right for the customer. Right. But also step your game up. Right. Yes. Uh, 
you definitely bring up a good point. Customer expectations are definitely changing. And I feel like with COVID, it has changed significantly. And a lot of the more personal touches, the people are away from, from others. And so, you know, a lot of the times they're calling customer support and that might be the only, you know, connection they've had that particular day because they are not able to see anyone else or talk to anyone else. And so I feel like um, these, this opportunity here with the appreciation could really, really put an impact on a company now. Yep. So who, who in that you know of is doing this really well? Who has just this rock star customer appreciation program? Well, I, I mean, Chewy is the one we hear about all the time. I am a Chewy customer and I, I love it when I get a personalized card just randomly. Um, I don't even know how they do it, honestly. I haven't really researched it. I, oh, and my cat has something to say about that too. Nice. But, um, said, um, said, you just say Chewy's? I know. He's really, wow. He's a that, grand it should, advocate. It should um, be, yeah, it should be a commercial right there. We'll just take a little snippet and, and pull it up for Chewy's. I love it. Yes, please do. Um, but yeah, they do a great job at kind of the surprise cards and there's like drawings on them. Like it's real cute. Um, and like birthday cards for your pets, you know, funny little things. Um, I also think there's a smaller company out there that I'm a huge fan of. They're called Eating Evolved and it's like this very like high end chocolate. I really love it. I love dark chocolate. So this is kind of like my jam, but it's like super healthy, super clean, all this type of chocolate. Um, and their customer service and their experience is exceptional. They'll send customers just out of the blue, a box of chocolate and a card that says, Oh, it's so good. There's a Facebook group. And so like, you can tell people are going through the Facebook group. Oh, I saw your post. I, you know, it's wonderful. Like, Oh, good luck with this and that, or they follow you on social media and then, you know, send you a, a package of like stuff and comments on, Oh, that picture of, you know, your, your dog was great or, you know, random things. That's, that's really just a summary, but like they do a great job at paying attention to their customers as humans and sending out some really delicious things. Um, those are the top two that come to mind. Of course, you know, I'm biased because number barn, I think we do a great job with tickle pink and it's really exciting to hear from customers when they're like, Whoa, I did not expect this. This was this was really exciting and I'm keeping this postcard and hanging on my fridge and, you know, little things like that. Like if we make a fridge, that's exceptional. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, uh, I think your cat already voted that Chewy is, was, <laughs> was the best though. Such funny timing. Yes. That was, that was perfect timing. You, <laughs> you land, landed it well, but um, I wrap up every podcast with two questions. So the first question is, is what book or person has influenced you the most in the past year? And then the second question is, if you could leave a note to all the customer service or customer experience professionals, what would it say? So first question for the influence, I'm going to go and actually switch it up because it's not just one person or one book. It's actually a whole community customer, you know, CX Accelerator is a online community and honestly, that community has influenced me so much in the past year, whether it's connecting with people one-on-one, -on -one, uh, you know, different threads that we talk through. If I just have a question in my head that I've been like rumbling over and I cannot figure it out, I post it in there and get the help. And it just influence, influences me and motivates me to keep going even when things get super tough in this industry. Um, and then if I could leave a note, it so, would be- so just, just to keep yeah. thinking on that, because um, one thing that, uh, and I'm a huge, um, I believe there's a ton of value in, 
uh, CX Accelerator also. Um, if you want to join the Slack channel for CX Accelerator, um, I don't know. There's only there's there's only 1,900 people that belong to the Slack channel going on 1,900. Yeah. Um, so anybody in customer service, customer experience, um, feel free to reach out to Jenny or myself, um, and you can go to uh, CX Accelerator. Um, dot com and and then or we can send you a a link that brings you right to the slack channel so um i, I love it and um um you know everybody should get involved in there i agree it is super awesome to connect personally and professionally there you go and then next question all right if i could leave a note to all customer service or experienced professionals it would say in order to take the best care of others we must first take the best care of ourselves. Mm. Great advice. Oh. That, that, is a, that is a nice, uh, you, you mic dropped it at the beginning and then you just mic dropped it at the end. So it was, it was what I Where people say that, the, only the cool kids say that. <laughs> but uh, you can connect with Jenny on LinkedIn. Uh, so Jenny Dempsey, uh, J-E-N-N-Y. And Dempsey is D-E-M-P-S-E-Y. And she's also on Twitter, uh, Jenny Sue Dempsey. Um, any other way that um, people want to get a hold of you, um, if they want to hear another uh, sweet uh, jingle or um, what, what's the, any, any other channel that they want to get a hold of you on? Absolutely. I would love to connect with you. You can also visit me online at JennyDempsey.com. Not too much on the site, but it is a great way to connect. So I hope to see you there. Thank you so much, Jenny. It's been Thank a pleasure. Thanks for the personalized song and, and looking forward to connect and CX Accelerator. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Right. See ya. Hey, listeners, can you think of one person who would benefit from the information you learned today? If so, please consider sharing this episode with them. And last, if you would like to receive all the quotes and book recommendations from all my guests, you can go to press1fornick.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Press One for Nick. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and share. Until next time, focus on your customers. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.